I'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respect to their elders past, present and emerging and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Welcome to Stepping Up, the podcast where we explore all things organisation, mental health, routines, personal development, motherhood and health. I'm your host, Steph Pace, and I'm the woman behind Just Another Mummy blog and also the founder of Steph Pace Planners. But I can assure you this is not just another podcast. Online, I'm known for my organisation tips and tricks and the occasional banter, but it definitely wasn't always this way. I used to be a hot mess and occasionally still am, and I'm here as your honest and real friend each week to show you how I turn my life of chaos into clarity. Between the house, health, kids, work and wanting to be the best version of yourself, it can be overwhelming and I'm here to give you the tools and tips to stop you feeling like a slave to your daily tasks, home, life and especially the expectations you have on yourself. Join me as I share my journey and insights into the art of balancing it all and speak to guests who can help us all live a better life. Whether you're looking to streamline your daily routines, boost your well-being, achieve your fitness goals, dive into personal development, or find inspiration to step up into the best version of yourself, we've got you. So are you ready to step up your game? Let's go. Hello, guys, and welcome back to Stepping Up. Now, I hope the, I hope the title of this episode doesn't cause too much alarm, and I feel like the oldest person whenever I say this, but where did the year go? Honestly, even just, I sent a Ryan the other day, I feel like from, you know, 2020 when everyone got locked down till now, like I just don't know what's happened. Like where has the time gone? And it's pretty alarming. Anyway, before I get into all my life-saving tips to help you guys get organized for Christmas, bit of a life update. As you know, your girl fractured her ankle, so I'm still sporting a moon boot. We even had our SPP Christmas party, and um, let's just say lucky I didn't break the other ankle. But I won't lie, it's been a bit of a, an adjustment. As you know, I can't drive, and it's going to be a little while until I can drive, because obviously I did it to my right foot, unfortunately. I really wish it was my left, but it was my right. So I've got, you know, some people of my team driving me around. I've got Ryan, just everyone's chaperoning me. But my biggest thing is I honestly just need the gym. Anyways, the other day, I didn't want to annoy anyone. And Ryan was at work and I was like, you know what? I'm going to see if there's any Ubers available. Because So where I'm from, we're like a little coastal town. And I didn't think we had Ubers for years. Like I swear last time I downloaded Uber, it was not available in my town. So I never tried again. And I was desperate. So I downloaded it. And I got an Uber to the gym. Like that is dedication. And I have to say, I made the bestest friend out of him. I think his name was Darren. He was lovely. I gave him five stars and a tip, but he just really made my day. And it's funny how you like, you can just come across strangers and they just have this, you know, energy about them. And he just really like, I know he really uplifted me. So I really hope whenever I need a gym Uber, I get him again. But Ryan thought it was hilarious that I literally ordered an Uber to get to the gym. But it was really, really good. Luckily, I'm a PT, so I know what to do to help with my injury and things like that. And there is things I can still do, but I might do a bit more of an episode later on about, I guess, what changes I need to make to my own exercise routine to keep it going. But yes, besides the ankle injury, we just had Black Friday at work, which we know is getting huge in Australia. And I can't even tell you, like, I said this the other day. So the night I launched my brand, Steph Pace Planners, I still remember like hitting the live button. And ever since then, which was like four and a half years ago or five years ago, I just haven't stopped. And it's just insane. Like, I just can't believe that I've literally gone 
from packing planters in my garage, getting up at 3am and doing that all solo. And the girls were little babies. Like Willow was a baby, Harper was a toddler watching me. And now I'm in this warehouse with my team. It just blows my mind. And yeah, I was just really, really proud of all the work we put in. And it is one of those things, like I'm on YouTube, I do all the Instagram, I do all the things. But yeah, obviously with, you know, SPP, once things like that happen, like I have to just put all my attention in there. So I've had to have a couple of weeks off YouTube, but I promise I'll be back in the next week or two. And you guys can get sick of me over there as well, if you like. <laughs> but anyways, moving on. In today's episode, we're talking about everything you need to get organized for Christmas. I want to have my top tips and hacks, but not just mine. I've also asked you guys, my community, and what tips and hacks you guys have. I also wanted to talk about avoiding burnout in the holiday season, because that is very, very real. And unfortunately, I was meant to be going to Queensland for my manager's Christmas party. And I had to decline because, you know, I, I'm very open and honest. And I talk about this in this episode about being really honest with people. And I just said to her, look, got all these things going on. Now I've injured myself. Like, I love you so much, but I just don't think it's going to happen. And she was fine with it. And that's, it's really important to be able to, you know, let yourself say no to things. And I want to show you firsthand, like I've done that. And I'm really... It was very much needed, not only for my physical health, but for my mental health as well. And she was fine with it. You just got to be honest with people. So anyways, we're going to be talking about avoiding burnout, managing the chaos, clutter and everyone's expectations, also the expectations you have on yourself. And stay tuned to the very end because I'm giving you some serious freebies and Christmas gifts and planning goodies that you will need that are free. Did I say they're free? So yes, that is all in today's episode. Before we get started, my podcast team, the SUP team, I call them, they've actually told me that they're working on something called Stephisms. And I'm really, really nervous about this because I don't know what's going on and they're going to be sharing it on social soon. And I think they're having a bit of a laugh, but I'm feeling like it's something to do with the weird shit I say. I feel like in every podcast, there's some weird term or sentence I say that I don't know where it comes from. And so to give you a bit of context, the word Stephisms, it's kind of originated from my dad and Nan, who both um, passed away this last year. But my Nan, her name's Gladys. And she used to say the funniest things and get mixed up with things. And my dad used to call them gladiisms. And they were just sayings that she had. So I remember once she was supposed to say there was like a lot of debris in the air and it was flying around. And she was like, oh, my God, look at the flying beverages. <laughs> and just like the most random things. And I just love that he used to say they were gladiisms. Anyways. Of course, I take after my nan with all the weird sayings that I say. So do me a favor, keep a look out on our Stepping Up Instagram page on socials and let me know how bad it is because I'm a bit nervous to look. Now, this week's Stepping Stone, because there's so many tips and takeaways in today's episode, all I want you to do for your Stepping Stone this week is take one or two of those tips and actually implement it. I don't want this to be just another podcast where you listen to it, you get inspired, but you don't actually take action. So please just take one or two of the tips I give you in today's episode and do that for me. All right, let's get into it. We know it's that time again. It's that time of year. It is the silly season. And I know we're all feeling it. I feel like when you know Christmas is coming, like when you go into the shops and you see all the Christmas decor that's up and all the Christmas presents are out, you just go, oh, shit. <laughs> and I know we all feel it. And I know this is the time of year that, you know, everyone feels overwhelmed, whether you're a mom or you're not a mom. It's just, you know, the pressures of keeping up with your everyday tasks but then you're adding on the added pressure of having everything sorted for the holiday season. And it is, it's supposed to be a time for family and enjoying ourselves, but everyone does feel overwhelmed. 
You know, there's events on every weekend, there's work Christmas parties, there's relatives coming to stay, there's outfits to get, presents to get, food to organise, clean the house if you're hosting something. It's a bloody shit show, let's be honest. And not only do you have the added pressures of, you know, doing all the things, getting the presents, making sure you've got wrapping paper and getting the kids stuff sorted and then also getting ready for the year ahead. You've also got like the added pressure of trying to make it magical for your own children. So if you're a parent that you're listening, you'll know you just want everything to be like perfect for them so they can feel that amazing Christmas experience. And it's funny how, you know, when we were children, Christmas was just the best time. It was so magical It was just something that you just couldn't wait for. But when you become an adult, it's something that just makes us feel really overwhelmed. And we're just like, oh, I can't believe it's bloody Christmas time already. Like how many times do you hear adults say, oh my God, it's bloody Christmas time already. And it's honestly like we're all on a holiday hamster wheel. You know, even Ryan, as you guys know, he is a very happy-go-lucky kind of guy. Nothing really phases him, but every Christmas he gets really anxious. The other day he was saying to me, my God, Steph, we've literally got events on every single weekend. Like we don't have any time for ourselves. And, you know, you go from Monday to Friday and it's pretty chaotic. And for us, like we really value our weekends and it is a bit, it's a bit overwhelming. I'll keep saying that drink every time I say overwhelming, but it is. It's one of those things where, you know, you really love your weekends. And when we can't get that, it's like, oh, when do we recharge for the next week? And it's funny because it's like, is it silly season or is it burnout season? And it's just one of those things that many adults struggle with. And this is where I come in. I'm going to be telling you in this episode the tips and tricks and everything that you need to do to get organized for the holiday season. Now, I'm not going to sit here and pretend I was always like this. We know I wasn't. We know I used to be a hot mess and I still am. But it's just so important to plan early and being realistic about your to-do list earlier on. So when the Christmas season does come, you're not overwhelmed, you're not stressed out and your budget's not being blown through the roof. And I've definitely been that person. I literally used to always do my Christmas shopping on Christmas Eve and it is not fun. It is not a fun time, especially for someone. I used to love shopping, but honestly, during this Christmas season, it is just, you don't want to be at the shops. It's the last thing you want to do. And of course, you know, speaking to other mothers out there, you know, you've got the added pressure of making it magical for your children, but you also might have to cater to visitors. You also have to buy your own bloody presents. Like, let's be honest, like, I love you, Ryan, but I always have to buy my own presents, which I end up kind of not really doing because I just can't be bothered. And it just is a whirlwind of emotions and tasks and stresses and wrapping paper. And it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. So I'm here to help you out, guys. And of course, this episode is here to give you guys all the organization tips and hacks for Christmas, but it's also a bit of a reflection piece because, you know, Christmas is meant to be about, you know, spending time with your loved ones and actually finally taking a bit of time off work to just be together and enjoy each other's company. And I feel like year after year, there's thousands of people out there, hundreds of thousands of millions of people out there who are just hating this time of year. And a lot of people hit burnout badly because you can obviously, like I said before, you know, your day-to-day life is already busy. It's already chaotic, let alone like let's add on all the extra stresses of, you know, things you have to do to prepare for when, you know, your relatives come and for the big Christmas day. And I can tell you now, this is kind of taking a bit of a turn, but after losing my dad and Nan within 10 months of each other, I think back to all the Christmases and we used, Ryan and I always host Christmas, like we always would host Christmas at our house. And I think back to all the Christmases we had with them. And I just remember always being in the kitchen, 
always stressing about how clean the house was. I was always in the pantry, like prepping food, making sure everyone was comfortable. And I was never like truly present and just being with them. And now I don't get to have another Christmas with them. And again, I know that's quite confronting and taking a bit of a turn, but it's true. And I think, you know, not only I want this episode to help you guys and feel like you are on top of all the things leading up to Christmas, but I also kind of want you to reflect a little bit. So when the days or holidays come, whatever you celebrate, you're actually present with your family as well. And you're not stressing about how clean the house is or that creepy uncle that's always annoying. (laughs) You know, you're just worried about the people you love and, you know, why we are all gathered together in the first place. And if you think you're the only one out there that feels like this, that is definitely not the case because there has been, we're going back to studies. I'm doing my studies. There has been so many studies showing how stressed out we are feeling during the holiday season. There was a study in America and they found that over 88% of people felt stress while celebrating the holidays. And then another study also mentioned that on average, more women than men reported feeling stressed around the holidays. And again, I'm not going to be talking for all genders and things like that. This is just what this study shows. And there was also a 2019 survey that found people with children, holiday stress starts early, like 27% of surveyed people begin to stress about the holidays by the beginning of November. And that is so true. So with everything we know, we know we're not alone. We know we definitely don't feel that magic of Christmas like we used to when we were children. And we know it is important to be present and not let all of the things get on top of us and take away the happiness of the day. So This is the time for us to sit down, to plan out what we're going to do, take action early, and also get our partners or loved ones involved to help. All right, so our first tip is have a running list for people you are going to buy for. Now, I actually have this planning tool in all of my planners. As you guys know, I have my own brand, Steph Pace Planners, and in the back of my planners, I have gift planning lists, and there's one for holidays and there's one for birthdays. And the idea of this is throughout the year, you will hear your loved ones say things like, oh, I really need to get this, or I really need to get that, or I really like this. And that is the time you write those things in that list. And then it also allows you to budget for them as well. And especially, look, if we all have those people in our lives that are really hard to buy for, my cousins always say I'm really hard to buy for. And I'm also someone like I genuinely don't really want anything. Like I'd rather just be, and I know that sounds like whatever stuff, but it's true. I really just like to be with my family. That's all I care about. So having this gift list is really going to help take that overwhelm out because there's nothing worse than, you know, it's a couple of weeks before Christmas, your family's coming down or you need to buy for people at work and you just do not know what to get them. And another thing you can do with this is you can always refer to what you bought them last year. So if you're keeping your list, so with my planners, I always keep my planners from every year. It's just something I do. And I like to refer back to what I bought them the year before. And I've even heard people will like to keep spreadsheets. So if you want to get your spreadsheet era on, go for it. (laughs) So at least you can look back and be like, oh, okay, I got them that last year. I'm going to get this this year. Now, one thing I want to say with this is we all feel, you know, the financial pressure of gifts. And I want you to have a little think. So my family and I actually spoke about this before. Now on my mum's side, they're the side we usually see for Christmas. I love my dad's side too, but they live in Melbourne. And then, yeah, it's just a bit harder. So We even mentioned this year, like, why don't we do a secret Santa? So then essentially you are only buying for one person in your family, not for everyone. And I think that would be a really good idea. So 
If you're someone too who's just really struggling, why don't you put that forward to your family? And it could be really, really fun. And then at the end of it, you have to guess who bought it for you. So you can make like a full game out of it. So that is a really, really good tip. Now let's talk about clutter-free holiday presents, especially for those who are hard to buy for. So some really good clutter-free holiday presents are experiences. So you can do concert tickets, movie passes, restaurant vouchers. I know for us, my cousin actually bought us a voucher for going out for dinner because she knows that Ryan and I really want to try and do more date nights. And I know for her, she struggles to buy for me. And it was just a really, really thoughtful present. Other things you can do is classes. So maybe it could be dancing, yoga, personal training, anything like that. And then you can also do really cute gift baskets. So you essentially don't have to spend a lot of money, but you could put their favorite things together, like the things you know that they absolutely love. It could be like lollies or a wine or chocolate fruit, anything, and just pop it in a basket and they know it's made for them. And I think that's really, really special. You can also do things like services. So when Harper was born, my mum bought me a house cleaner voucher and it was the best present I ever got. It was insane. So you could do things like car wash, house cleaning, babysitting, anything like that is amazing. And then you've also got like memberships for like the aquarium, the zoo, the gym, all that type of stuff, and obviously gift cards and subscriptions. So they're just some ideas that you can try for people that are hard to buy for, but also you don't want to like bring more clutter into their home, which we're going to get into in a minute. If you've been following along this journey, you'll know how much organization has changed my life. I was and still am a hot mess. And honestly, without my planner by my side, nothing would get done. I spent years creating these planners. They have sections for monthly reflections, intention setting, resets, challenges, meal planning, cleaning schedules, budgeting, and my secret page to make sure you can balance it all. As a thank you for listening to my podcast, I want to give you your own exclusive discount code, Steffing Up, for 15% off any products over at Steph Pace Planners. So if you're ready to take back control of your life and get on top of your to-do list, head to stephpaceplanners.com.au and use the code Steffing Up for your discount today. Now let's get back to the episode. Now, once you've got all your lists for your people that you need to buy for, if you're like me, I actually hate wrapping presents. I, I absolutely hate it. I suck at it. I don't have patience for it. But if you're going to things like the department stores and boutiques, they will definitely offer wrapping so you can get their gifts wrapped before you even get home. So that's one thing I love to do because, again, I just don't like it. And then you don't have to spend hours wrapping everything. So wrap as you go as well. Obviously, you don't have to do that. But if you buy presents throughout the year, wrap them as you go. So then you don't have to spend all this time on it at the end. Now, I did speak a little about this, and this is all of the clutter that comes from the holiday season. And I know having two girls who are close together, the mess and the toys are just chaotic, let alone when you know you have visitors coming to stay. So this is one thing I do every single year. I call it the pre-Christmas cull. And I always like to do it at the start of November because, you know, shortly you'll be filling your home up with more stuff, which ultimately leads to more clutter. Now, I'm not saying to declutter the whole house. We don't need to do that. But just the items you know that your family will be receiving. Sort through things like toys, donate and discard if needed. And you will be surprised how much you get rid of. And this will make room for all the new gifts that are coming in. And again, don't be scared to ask your family to get your kids experiences instead of toys and objects. And I think it will probably take the pressure off them too. I know for a lot of our kids' birthday parties we've been going to lately, we've been buying them like bowling vouchers, movie vouchers and things like that. And the parents are always like, oh my God, thank you. (laughs) Because you're not 
adding to the clutter of their house. Now, there is a guideline I follow when I get my kids things, and even it actually helps to buy other people things as well. And I'm sure you've heard this before, but it's want, need, wear, and read. So for my kids especially, I will get them something that they want, get them something that they need. So usually that for us is doing kids' school shoes and school bags, something to wear, and then something to read. And that's a really good way to kind of hit all the bases and keep the kids happy. And again, you can follow those guidelines for your friends, for your family, and it just takes the thinking out of it a bit as well. Now, if you're wondering what things you should be decluttering before the holiday period, I actually have a 25 items to declutter before Christmas challenge. So just like my declutter challenge I spoke about in my like second episode, this is again, 25 days of different areas you can declutter. So things like shoes, donate unwanted board games, sort through the junk drawer, go through kids' toys, declutter the bedrooms, clean out handbags and school bags, just spending like five to 10 minutes every day going through one of these areas and just culling things. So I will make sure I link that into the show notes for you guys. Now, of course, I'm going to say this next one because it's me, but it's about planning. And I mean actually planning. I've spoken about this before in other episodes about the mental load and just trying to keep everything in your head and how much good it will do for you if you just empty it all out and write it down. So again, I've done user solid and I've got another freebie below and this is my holiday planner. And in my holiday planner, this is something I've been doing for years and then I wanted to make it a free resource for you guys. So it's got things like a Christmas day planner so you can plan out exactly what you need to do for the day down to groceries, down to meals, everything and your to-do list. It's got a Christmas gift planner. It's got a budget tracker, which is a big one, which we're going to talk about budgeting in a minute. You've got recipe templates, grocery lists, Dear Santa templates for the kids, my Christmas gift list, so you can write down what you would like and give it to your partners so you don't have to buy your own presents, and then the kids' Christmas gift list. So that's all in a planner that's for free for you guys that I'll put the link down below. And again, it's all about just being able to plan it out and tackle it in bite-sized chunks Now, I briefly just touched on it, but meal planning is such a big thing for me. Look, I like to cook meals that people enjoy, but I don't love it. I'm not a cook. I'm not a chef and I'm not going to pretend I am. I know I share a lot of recipes with you guys online, like healthy recipes and things like that, but I don't love it. (laughs) And to be honest, it makes me quite anxious, especially when you've got a lot of family coming around. So a good one for you to do is meal plan what you're going to be having on the day. And look, to be honest, the day is coming up to Christmas. You're going to be busy enough as it is. So you want to pre-plan what you and your family are going to cook and serve if you're having guests over. And it's good to have food that doesn't need any effort, like prawns or a big Christmas ham, and they're amazing and fuss-free for Christmas. You could even buy a couple of pre-made salads from Woolies bread rolls and throw it into a fancy bowl because honestly, like we should be just relaxing with a glass of wine, let's be honest. (laughs) And another thing I love to do is shop the pantry items early and shop anything that needs to go in the freezer early because then you don't have to be rushing around near Christmas and it's really, really busy and everything's expensive. If you're hosting Christmas, you can also ask family members to bring their own plate. And some easy Christmas food ideas are things like I said before, which is ham and prawns, but you know, oven-ready foods like spinach ricotta pastries, chicken drumsticks, sausage rolls, fruit platters, salad mixes, pre-made pasta salad, 
You can even make use of your slow cooker so you're not hovering around the kitchen. But there's just so many different things you can do. And I think, honestly, a lot of us overcomplicate it for ourselves. It's just like, you know, with health and fitness, we overcomplicate what to do, when to do. We are always overcomplicating things. And unfortunately, we always think that other people are going to think the worst of us if we don't have this banquet of food and have the best of everything. But honestly, they're just probably happy that they're not hosting bloody Christmas Day. So yeah, asking family and friends, like bring a plate with you and they'll be more than happy to do that. And then it's not all on you. I'm really lucky. My uncle, he absolutely loves cooking. So when we host Christmas, he actually cooks all like the hard shit, like roast chicken. He does the honey baked ham, all the amazing food. And I kind of just add on the extras around, but we all bring plates and it just makes it so much easier. Now let's talk about budgeting when it comes to this. And we all know times are bloody tough right now, but I actually reached out to you guys on Instagram and I was like, what are your best tips for this? And someone actually said something really, really cool. So they have a Christmas bank account and they transfer a small amount each week to that account. So when Christmas comes around, they're not having to fork out all this money because it's already in that account ready to go. And then another woman, she said, I have an everyday rewards card with Woolworths. And when you get to a certain amount of points, you get $10. So she saves all her $10. So when it becomes Christmas time, she essentially is getting that Christmas food shop for free. Like, how smart is that? That is amazing. All right, so we've covered a lot of bases here. We've got gift lists for every person. We've got early Christmas shopping. We've got the clutter-free gift ideas. We've got the pre-Christmas cull of your home. We've got your holiday planner, so planning everything out that you need. And then also your gift guidelines, which is want, need, wear, and read. We've got your meal planning, and we've also got your budgeting tips. Now, let's talk about how to stop the overwhelm, because this is probably the biggest problem that we have during the holiday season. So my biggest things are, you know, again, I'm someone who needs time to recharge. I really love my weekends to recharge. So I think the biggest things you can do are scheduling in time for yourself. You know, try to stick to your routines that make you feel good as much as possible. For me, we know these are my morning and night routines and ensuring I'm getting enough sleep and also moving my body and not feeling guilty for it. I know when I have family come up, I just say, hey, do you want to come for a walk with me or do you even want to come to the gym with me? And it's actually really nice bonding time as well. And I don't feel like I'm taking that family aspect away, but it is really important to be scheduling in time for yourself. And even if that means, you know, you're going to these events, but you're leaving at a decent time, like don't feel like you have to be there for the whole dinner or for the whole Christmas party. I'm sure other people are thinking the same thing. And even just having the confidence to say no to things. There has been a lot of Christmas parties that I've been invited to. And honestly, like I just can't make them. Um, and I'm just honest with them. And you know what? You don't have to go to absolutely everything. I know there's things like Friendsmas we have now, and then there's the work parties, and there's like your husband's work party, and there's just so many things happening. Just really sit down and plan them out with your partner, with your family, or just plan them out for yourself and be like, okay, where can I fit in time for myself? And just don't feel like you have to go to everything. Like, I have said no to quite a lot of Christmas parties this year, and normally I wouldn't, but I know that I'm going to have a better season if I'm resting. And they get it. They honestly get it. I think in our head, we always build it up to think, oh, they're going to hate us if I say no, or they're not going to ask me again. But everybody does get the overwhelm. And you know what? Like I said before, with saying no to people, you can always offer an alternative. 
So you could say something like, you know, thank you so much for inviting me to your Christmas party. And it sounds so amazing. Unfortunately, I'm just so flat chat that week, but let's do something and meet up in January. So then you're offering an alternative and you don't feel like you're fully shutting them down. Now that I've given you all that info, again, guys, you know, being organized is just so important for our mental health. And as someone who suffers from anxiety, who's a mom, who's got the businesses and all the things, I do get overwhelmed very quickly. And when I'm able to sit down and just plan everything out and just brain dump it, I feel so much better for it. And it's not about, you know, having the best, most perfect Christmas ever. It's about having a Christmas where you're present with your family and you're not worried about what everybody's thinking. Because I can assure you they are not thinking whatever you assume they are. It's like when you have guests over and you think they're going to come in and then go upstairs into your kid's bedroom and check how clean it is or they're going to run their finger along the skirting boards. Like they don't do that. They don't even notice. So just take off the high expectations on yourself. You know, nothing's ever going to be perfect about Christmas Day. It's just like wedding days. Things happen. It rains. It pours. And people still will have a good time. So just have a good reflection. I want you to write everything that's kind of on your mind right now leading up to the day because I know it's getting close. And even if you don't celebrate Christmas, whatever you celebrate, just write it all out and get planning. So I really hope this episode has helped you guys. I've got all the freebies linked below, which is going to be a game changer for you. So please, when you're printing them off and using them, please, please tag me on socials. I would love to see. And there's activities in there for the kids as well. Like there's the Dear Santa letter and everything like that. So you can keep them occupied for a bit of time too. Anyways, guys, I hope this helped and I will see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today's episode of Stepping Up. I don't want this to be just another podcast you listen to, get inspiration, and then you don't take action. If there's been something in this episode that will help you step up into the best version of yourself, open up your notes app or your trusty planner and make a plan. And if you love listening to today's episode, please take a screenshot and show me where you're listening from. I absolutely love seeing it. Make sure you tag Stepping Up and Just Another Mummy Blog. And make sure you subscribe because you won't want to miss what's coming up next week.